Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is a Cheshire Matters pre-election 6th of the May special. And we've got all the guests in this evening. I'm going to make sure that they're there. Steve Ingram, are you there, sir? I certainly am, Jonathan, and gentlemen. And the gazelle. Mr. Trevor Nichols, you're there, sir. Okay, a little bit quiet there, Trevor. Maybe you're just a bit tired from all that leafleting. Mark Hartley, Statsman, are you there? I sure am, John. Hello, how are you? There you go. Right, gentlemen. Well, this is a special. Pre-election special. All the elections are going on in the United Kingdom, and let me just give you a brief outline of what's going on. In the local elections in the United Kingdom, right, which are going to be held tomorrow, there are 145 English local councils, and the seats are going to be somewhere around about 5,000 of them are up for grabs. There are going to be 13 directly elected mayors in England, 39 police and crime commissioners in England and Wales, and there's also elections for the <gasps> Scottish Parliament, 129 seats, the Senate, which is the Welsh Parliament, 60 seats, and the London Assembly, 25 seats. And there are certain by-elections going on, especially that we know in Cheshire. And one of the famous ones that's going on is Hartlepool. Well, has anybody got any comments on that? Is it going to go from Labour to Conservative? Any comments, please? Silence. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody knows what's going to happen. Do you, do you think it's going to go from Labour to the Conservative? It's either yes or no. Yes. You think it's a yes, Steve? Yes. Yes, I do, actually. I think Hartlepool and one or two other seats um, are quite an indication. I think Hartlepool, given the significance it's always been held by Labour since it was formed, is very significant. And to me, this whole election, by the way, is a measure of to what extent the Conservatives have held on to the support they got to see Brexit through. Now, bearing in mind it was UKIP who then became the Brexit party, they took a lot of support away from Labour, and that was handed over to the Conservatives to see the independence issue through. Um, I actually think now, given that for the first time ever, a lot of Labour voters up and down the country gave their vote and support to the Conservatives, uh, which was quite a leap for a lot of people, I think a lot of those votes are actually going to stay with the Conservatives going forward. I think Labour have got quite a battle on their hands over the next five or ten years. Uh, well, um, it just depends on how much of these um, revelations about sleaze and seedy government VIP tracks goes on because I've got a funny feeling that um, it's, uh, Boris maybe come through this, but I think he's going to get a knock come towards um, 2024 because I think there's going to be a lot more comes out about what's gone on. I definitely think that Matt Hancock is gone because um, I heard on the grapevine about um, him having to be forced to release text messages and WhatsApp messages into the public domain in order to be able to get to the bottom of some of these things that have been going on. He's been ordered by the courts to do that. Mark, you got anything to say about that, sir? Well, it was actually about Harley Pearl, but that's the moment gone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was just going to say, it looks like it's actually Labour's to lose more than the, the Conservatives to win, because apparently their own party's figures show 40% of previous supporters. That's right. yeah. yeah. Only 40% are going to back this candidate this time. That's not good, is it? Well, the thing is, I, I mean, it's a by-election, 
Um, the sitting member of parliament is Mike Hill there, and he resigned. You know, so and I've got a funny feeling that they may just edge it. They may just edge it, and if it does, it's going to it's going to cause a problem for Keir, isn't it, mm. Trevor? Yeah, as, as somebody said earlier on in the week, I can't remember who it was now. It was on about this uh, the wallpaper um, fiasco with with Boris, and Labour's been thrown around a lot of mud. I mean, basically just to hide yeah. a lot of their um, uh, their their uh, indiscretions. Now, what this chap was saying, well, it's not a massive issue what Boris is doing because he's not going to be taking the wallpaper with him, is it? Mm. When he does finally move out, he, he will move out of that flat. It's a flat. It's not as if it's a massive issue. So Labour are just barking up the wrong tree. They're just not getting the results that they want. Well, it, it, one of the one of the big ones. I mean, do you reckon Sadiq is going to get back in again in London? Oh. <laughs> Sadiq what a, Carnage. What a question that is. <laughs> well, Carnage. I think that would be a travesty of justice given the state of crime in London. If anything else. More carnage is not what London needs, it's, is it? It's horrendous. <laughs> and the guy is also wanting to sort of review all of the monuments and statues around London, have those uh, evaluated as to whether they should remain. So, um, you know, this anti-British culture that is um, endemic now in this country post-Brexit, because that's now, in my view, the only thing the left have now got I hope this red wall is bulldozed off the cliffs of Dover, to be quite frank. <laughs> Even their own supporters sound like they're waking up. <laughs> well, I think they're waking up in droves, Mark. I mean, I make no bones about it whatsoever. I consider the Labour Party to be a direct threat to everything that this country is. I make no secret of my my uh, views on the Labour Party whatsoever. Okay, that's that's all right. And there's... There's some local elections going on. There's one in Frodsham and there's one in Neston. And Warrington, Well, I believe. I, well, these are, you know, to do with... Oh, yes, I know that. I know that. And I've got something to say about that. And I'm going to say it right now. Here we go. I knew that was cue me. Here we go. And I knew that was a cue there for me to actually turn around and say... With the elections going on, we have somebody standing in Orford, and his name is Trevor Nichols. And this program endorses this man. We hope that you do vote for Trevor in Orford. It would be nice to see him as your councillor. He's a good guy. And another number one in our books is going to be the Police and Crime Commissioner, which we hope is going to be John Dwyer. What a great man. He was robbed democratically of course in 2016 of the position but what can we say he's up again and we hope that he gets in good luck to all those candidates from cheshire matters there we go what did you think of that chaps go trevor go john <laughs> yeah come on Trevor. <laughs> uh, here we go oh and there's that little ending there you go it does sound it does sound like the radio, doesn't it, when you're actually doing the things like that. I mean, we say radio, I mean, because what is podcasting? It's a radio. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Right. You so. you do look like David Van Day, I have to say, when you're doing your bit there. <laughs> and I must I must admit there that it was a little bit like Slade. I was I was expecting Noddy Older to say, Good morning, everybody. It's elections. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I've got a funny feeling. 
I've got a funny feeling that we're all going to be surprised. And I think once we, we, we'll do the Friday program, and I think that, you know, um, we'll go along with Captain Pogwash's suggestion. Oh, sorry, the Raven. Raven. Yeah. The Raven. I've, I've made this clear. My nickname, <laughs> my chosen nickname by me is Raven. Okay, Pug, we'll go with that. Sorry, the Raven. Okay, yeah. Um, we will actually have a full analysis special of what's gone on in the election from um, next week. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, mm, I think we should actually start to include a lot of um, what's gone on with the union as well. But as it is, so what do you think, you know, I mean, final wrap up for everybody. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think Hartlepool is going to go conservative? Just let's, let's wrap it up. Yes. Yeah. I think it will by uh, a, a narrow margin. I, I think it will. Um, to me, it's a very sizable indication of Sakir Starmer's leadership of Labour and also the Labour Party in the country. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Trevor, go ahead. I just want to give an update with, with Warrington this week and just a other couple of short notes. I've noticed with interest this week that the polls master, Sir John Curtis, remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only guy that really gets things right. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah, he's a, on top of that, he looks like a really nice chap. Anyway, he stated that he feels that this will be the worst set of elections for Labour under Sakia Starmer than it was for Jeremy Carbyn in 2017. Wow, what wow. a prediction there. Wow. Well, I, I pray he is even near correct. Okay, okay. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. And in Warrington, the Conservatives are feeling very confident, as you would expect. Okay, that sounds good to me. Mark, do you want to start wrapping those things up before you do? You got anything to say about that, Mark? Do you think that Labour are going to get a little bit disappointed by this election on Thursday? I think they might need a box or two of tissues, yes. (laughs) Shame we can't go down. Well, well, you know, um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that the right people get in because it's about time that we stopped voting according to the way that your father voted, the way his father voted, the way Correct. his mother voted, the way your uncle Sarah voted. <laughs> Can I just add to that? Actually, it's a very interesting point you make there, Jonathan. What about Uncle Sarah? Uh, no. We've got to be all people, inclusive in this program. He's, he's off on his own little dream world again. A lot of people do actually mention the fact that, you know, they vote Labour because of um, their, their parents and their grandparents voted Labour. And, you know, you hear the phrase, oh, my dad or my mum would turn in the graves if uh, I didn't vote any, you know, didn't vote for Labour and voted for somebody else, et cetera, et cetera. But I would look at it from another point of view. I think a lot of people who are no longer here would turn in the graves if they, they saw the Labour Party having turned into what it now is, which is a completely anti-British establishment. Okay, and blatant right. about it. All right, well, save that, save that, save it, save it. Listen, all right, I'm going to go out of tradition with the end theme on the programme, and I'm actually going to go with that music that Trevor liked from Slade. Well, it's not actually from Slade, okay? But I'm going to say it's a good night. And to say to the people, remember now, who are you going to vote for? Vote for the right people. Vote for the man. Let's say goodnight. Let's Captain Pugwash. Oh, no, sorry. The Raven. Say goodnight. Good night, gentlemen, and good night to all our friends across Cheshire. Do what you feel is right and vote for the right people. There you go. All right. Statsman. Good night, everyone. 
and we'll see you all soon. Okay, and to the gazelle, the man we hope is going to be the next councillor of Orford. Hopefully. There you go. Say goodnight, sir. Goodnight, everybody, and don't forget to use that And it's goodnight from the landlord of Cheshire Matters to turn around and say to you, it is important. Make sure you do go out and vote. It's very, very important. Thanks very much for listening to us tonight. We'll be back with you. Bye for now.